So usually, you know, when we talk about science fiction, some of the ideas that you come to our mind is robots taking over the world. Uh, that yes. is not what we're going to talk about. I hope so. Another topic that people often think about when it comes to science fiction is about a lot of us jumping onto a spaceship, flying off into space, and finding a distant planet in which we can recreate a human settlement. But that's not going to be easy. Or oh, there's a lot of planning to be done, and humans have to be trained. It's not like you just come on a local bus and yeah, you get your destination. Yeah, it won't be like a regular summer vacation. It's not a piece of cake. It's not. In today's topic, we are going to be talking about some of the early steps that humans are taking to make this a possibility in the near future. We are talking about the Peregrine spacecraft, which is the first U.S. moon lander in 50 years. Yes, and which is one of the first steps that NASA has taken towards making its Artemis mission a possibility. The Artemis mission is a mission that NASA wants to explore in multiple phases and the last phase will involve my young co-host and me and maybe many of our listeners, all of us flying on a spaceship and going off to live on the moon. Does that sound exciting? It does. I would actually like that. You would? I thought you were going to say I'm terrified at the very prospect of leaving home. Mm, I would like exploring a new place, but yes, I would get homesick. Homesick. Yeah, which means we'll take the entire Jingmang. Our families. That's better. That's better. Okay. So for all of our listeners who are listening to this episode on what's new today for the first time. Hi there. You're listening to a kids and family podcast channel called What's New Today, where we talk about current events that are shaping our lives. I am Sangeeta, the host of this podcast channel. In every episode, I'm joined by one curious mind, sometimes more than one curious mind also. And we take that little piece of new story and we discuss what each one of us thinks or makes of this story. In this episode, I'm joined, as you must have figured out, by one mighty chirpy 10-year-old or 11-year-old? 10, 10. I'm still 10. You're still 10? Okay. <laughs> By a 10-year-old. Let me ask her to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Isabel Abraham. I live in Mumbai. I study in Children's Academy group of schools and I love this podcast. I am thrilled to hear that. That's the last bit. That's what I'm always waiting for. When children come and say, oh, I love this podcast. I love being on it. I love listening to it. So without much ado, tell me uh, or maybe tell our listeners about one of your super favorite episodes that they can listen to after they finish listening to our conversation. Um, Right now, it's it was about the Artemis mission. And I guess you started off with a story about a man going on the moon with his friends with a huge wave. I love that introduction. That is a story written by the my high and mighty science fiction author H.G. Wells. Yes. The episode itself was very informative. Shall we make this one too informative or more interesting? More interesting. More interesting. Okay. So what shall we start with? Shall we first tell our listeners, uh, you know, people who may not know what Artemis is about, tell them a little bit about it? So uh, the Artemis mission is a mission to put people on the moon but it's not going to happen all at once it's going to happen step by step 
Artemis 1 has taken off and it's going to like explore the moon and it's going to take its readings back and it's going to take the readings back to NASA. Artemis 2 is going to have uh, astronauts in the spacecraft. Uh, they're not going to actually land on the moon. They're just going to orbit the moon. And Artemis 3 is going to have astronauts and it's going to land on the moon. Yes, thank you so much, Isabel. That was a lovely introduction to Artemis, uh, the mission Artemis that NASA has. But some of our listeners may also have this tiny little question at the back of their heads. We have taken man to the moon as part of mission Apollo. You know, NASA sent man to moon in the year 1969. And some of us may be familiar with the name Neil Armstrong, right? So why can't we just get people, you know, get astronauts to go land on the moon. We already know what it takes to land on the moon. So do you do you two have the same question, Isabel? Did this question I, cross your head? Partly of what you said, but all I know is that it needs a lot of planning. So we need another mission to go study the moon further. So the last time when astronauts from Earth went and landed and walked on the moon, they spent very little time. They did not go to the moon with the intention of figuring out how to build a settlement there. They went there just to explore because it's a new place. It's like you're going to a new island for a vacation. You're just going there for a summer vacation for a few weeks. You pack a few books and you go there. But if your family were to decide that let's go live there, they need to find out more things, right? A little research. Yeah, a little bit more research. So that is the kind of planning that we are on to now, post-2020. So 2023, Mission Artemis took off. 2024 came what's called the Peregrine that um, Isabel was alluding to earlier. So what is this Peregrine lander? Is NASA sending it why is it important to this mission artemis so uh, the peregrine mission one uh, it was named after the fastest bird in the world the peregrine falcon uh, so it its intent is to deliver scientific equipment to this place on the moon called the grithyson domes region so it was uh, intended to do that and these instruments, these particular instruments are designed to take readings and reduce risks for NASA's Artemis program. So that's how it's connected. Yes, and this is not being launched by NASA itself. It's launched it's by being, a... Uh, it's being launched by a company called Astrobiotic Technology. Yeah. NASA has said, you know what, we'll do some of the work, but... Let us also use all the technical capabilities of some others. You know, if some other company is going to send a spaceship anywhere to the moon, NASA said, why don't you also send these little reading equipments? So Peregrine was supposed to land on the moon and then use those scientific instruments, make readings, send that information back to NASA so NASA can prepare for Artemis Phase 2, which was supposed to start or which was supposed to take off from Earth in 2025. So has this Peregrine mission been successful? This mission named after the world's fastest bird? Unfortunately, it hasn't. It suffered from a critical propellant loss due to a few leaks. 
it should have like a soft touchdown not a crash landing which is unsure right now so astrobiotic is abandoning its attempt to put the uh, peregrine mission on the moon less than 24 hours after the vehicle took flight were you very sad when you read all this yeah it would be so nice even if it's another country it would be so nice to see all this happening and yeah i would love to go live on the moon i'm joining you on that trip but like isabel very beautifully explained peregrine was supposed to land its lander with all the scientific instruments aboard it but within 24 hours after it took off the mission is more or less a failure i guess because if it can't charge itself it can't it won't have enough energy for it to go all the way into moon's orbit and then you know be maneuvered yeah land if any of you has seen chandrayaan 3's landing so much pride for india yeah it was a moment of great pride i agree so you know but all of that careful maneuvering if you remember the last few minutes of the touchdown all of that requires a lot of energy so if peregrine pretty much after it had taken off from earth's orbit and when it was if it wasn't able to generate enough energy because it wasn't stable or it wasn't pointing in the right direction um because most of these sorry because most such satellites right when they take off they uh, where do you think they get the energy from do you think they are pumped with so much fuel inside them is that how you think they get the a power to mm. go further like a, a a car that we fill with a lot of petrol and go for a long drive um i had listened to this in one episode of yours uh, they get their energy from oxygen something like they get put hydrogen but what i feel is that um they get their energy from the sun that's why it was unable to charge its battery because it was pointed away from the sun <laughs> so i think it's solar powered yes it is solar powered i think the part you're talking about which is liquid nitrogen yes. uh, that they fill that is the fuel that you need for a spaceship to take off remember when all so, uh, of these giant spaceships take off there's a lot of smoke coming out so that's liquefied nitrogen yeah for that they need fuel but once they've taken off right and once they've got entered space and uh, thereafter if they have to point in a certain direction and they have to keep on going that we can't there is no petrol bunk somewhere along the way right for them to go dock and fill themselves so for so, that they always use solar energy so the sun is a petrol bunk <laughs> yeah the sun is the petrol pump Unfortunately Peregrine is not pointing towards the petrol pump it's looking away from that petrol pump the sun and that is the reason why Peregrine will not be able to accomplish what it set out So NASA's Artemis therefore has gotten pushed by at least a year But what does this mean to most space scientists in the world do you think they'll all be Oh it's okay you know it's part of life this is how it always is when it comes to space exploration Yeah like more or less because to have one su- successful science experiment you need to do a lot of trial and error be- before that So I guess this is one of those instances 
Okay, so those space scientists are not are unlikely to be really upset. The space scientists at astrobiotic technology definitely they're gonna be upset. Okay, but Isabel, the aspiring space scientist, is not very upset. No, because I'm sure I'm sure that they will try more. They will because try, more. try until you succeed. Wow! Ha ha! Nice. New Year 2024 resolution for many children. Piece of advice from 10-year-old Isabel. Try, try, try until you succeed. That brings us to the next interesting part of this episode, quiz time. There are going to be three questions based on what Isabel and I just spoke. Question one, which is the world's fastest flying bird? The world's fastest flying bird is a peregrine falcon. A peregrine spacecraft is named after the world's fastest flying bird, the peregrine falcon. Question two. Peregrine's mission has not is unlikely to succeed in the sense it is unlikely to land on the moon. What is the reason for this failure? The Peregrine uh, spacecraft, it was left pointed away from the sun, its petrol pump. So it couldn't charge its battery. That's why uh, they're unlikely to land on the moon. The last and the final question. NASA had sent a mission Apollo earlier, thanks to which lots of astronauts went and worked on the moon. And NASA's mission Artemis also is supposed to send man to the moon. But in what way do you think this is different from the previous mission? NASA's Apollo mission, its intent wasn't to send man to like see what if a human settlement can be built on the moon. It was just to explore more about the moon. While NASA's Artemis mission is to see whether a human settlement can be formed on the moon. Wonderful, Isabel. As ever, it was absolutely awesome chatting with you. Um, I think by now we've had so many conversations that it's become very easy for you to start researching about all of these and independently form your opinions. I love researching about mm -hmm. such topics. So tell me, what was the process? Did you read a lot of articles? Did you watch videos? All well, the material that I sent, how helpful was that for you when you had to prepare? Well, the material that you sent was very helpful and I found that really interesting. Uh, the two episodes that you recommended me to listen, well, I'd already heard to them, heard them, but I figured there's no harm in hearing it again. Apart from that, I had read other articles and watched other videos about space too. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Isabel. Before we wrap up this episode, I have a small request to make from all of our listeners. If you've enjoyed listening to episodes on What's New Today and you and your family have had wholesome entertainment and engagement and managed to keep up with the real news stories from the world uh, with great ease and fun, please do feel free to support Team What's New Today in helping us research and produce these episodes. <music> If you would like to donate, 
to team what's new today you can find a link to that in the show notes below if you like our episodes you can buy us a cup of coffee if you really love our episodes you can buy our team a lunch if you really really love way more than that feel free to donate as much as you'd like to you can find link to all of this in the show notes below new episodes on what's new today come out every monday and friday if you like isabel would like to be a part of this show please do write to me at hello at wsnt.in thanks for listening